<laughs> and welcome to Spill the Milk. I am Morgan. And I'm Hannah. And we're coming to you live actually together for the first time in a long time. Yeah, like 25 weeks probably. Yeah, like, well, at least recording wise. Yeah. Um, I mean, we spend time together outside of this. But um, there has been kind of some icky weather up by Hannah. Um, we live probably 45 minutes apart from each other. Yeah. We work in the same location, but due to that, um, Hannah, uh, I live closer to work by like, I'm only like 10 to 15 minutes from work and Hannah's like 50 minutes from work, 45 minutes yeah. from work, give her probably more. Um, and when there's crappy weather, Hannah will stay over. Um, I have a two, two bedroom, <laughs> so she gets the spare. Um, and here we are now. So it's exciting. Um, and due to this last minute um, sleepover, we decided why not record an episode. And with it being so close to Christmas, we decided to give you some of the traditional kind of creepy side stories of Christmas. Yeah. The like, non-traditional. Well, they're traditional for some cultures, but they're not for us. Not for us. <laughs> But they're creepy as fuck. So I'd second that. <laughs> so that is why we're here dropping a really random episode in between Bonnie and Clyde. Um, but which we will finish up next week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so enjoy this. It's kind of on a random Wednesday, um, but we've been kind of random lately and we apologize for that. We'll try to get better. Um, it's just been busy towards the end of the year for us. So to begin with that, we are doing the top four. Um, kind of a random number, um, but top four craziest Christmas traditions. Um, with number one, we're going to start with, well. I totally numbered these backwards. I, I numbered them backwards. <laughs> it goes okay. five, four, three, five. Okay. Actually, this is number four. <laughs> we were going to do five. Here we are not doing five. We're doing four. Um, I guess this is technically number four because um, we were going to go highest to lowest. This one doesn't creep me out that much i don't like this one at all i don't really like this one either um oh i think it's scary as shit but oh I, I just think it's bleh. so brrr, number four we're doing <laughs> krampus so this is believed in um the european countries and basically what this is is a monster that is half man and it's a half goat-like creature this part, like, just grosses me out, but he has a long tongue. Like, oh, you don't like that? What the fuck is that? <laughs> it's like, I have a long... It's like, you're on Match.com. I have a long tongue. <laughs> I'm a half-demonic goat-like creature. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Ooh, and he carries a, a, a whip, Morgan. Yeah, oh, I'm all in. So, yes, he's got a long tongue. He carries a fucking whip. Okay, but not only that, but he carries this whip to hit bad children with naughty <laughs> i'm trying really hard to keep this sensitive but <laughs> okay so you already dropped the f-bomb twice it's already explicit because it's just <laughs> his long tongue well he carries okay he's got a long tongue he carries a whip he's someone's he's dream. gonna pick you up and put you in his bag <laughs> he's someone's fucking dream man <laughs> okay not only that um so he's hitting children with this whip we're taking the dream man part out but Basically, he also carries a basket where he kidnaps children. And if they're, if they're naughty enough, I mean, as a parent, you might almost be like, sure, take them. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
the end of our episode. Oh, God. Take the children. Um, we read in a different article. It's not noted here, but he takes them in some cases to hell. So have fun with that. Um, <laughs> probably should be good. That's so scary. <laughs> probably should be good this year. I don't know. So on the eve of St. Nick, which or St. Nicholas, however you prefer to say it, which is December 5th, um, basically what he does is he goes into villages in costume and torments the villagers. Uh, which we don't believe, like, like did you ever do St. Nicholas? Yeah, I did St. In- Nick. In school? Mm-hmm. I don't think in school, but it, at home we did. At my house, we never did. But in school, um, when we were in class or whatever, like when we were little, they would come in and St. Nick would put something in your shoe. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. No, uh, at school we didn't do it, but my parents always did it. And it was just something very minor. Like yeah. it's just a small gift. Yeah. At least in the U.S. it is. I don't yeah. know where else it's celebrated. I don't know. Well, I'm not good with to, that culture. I went to like a small school too. So mm-hmm. there was only like – for three grades worth of kids, there was like 25 kids. Yeah. So everyone got that's, something. Yeah, that's yeah. very minor. So basically what he does, like I said, was he would go through the village and torment villagers. Well, recently he's been seen to be more of like a character. Some may say. I think we all know a couple of these guys. Um, <laughs> but he's a guy who gets drunk and destroys and torments villages. So Wow, he sounds like yeah. all kinds of fun. Yeah, he sounds like a couple people I know. Maybe not the village part, but he torments and destroys people. Fabulous. <laughs> yeah, I love people like that. Um, without folklore. Fo- fo- folklore. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's said that actually adults would dress up as Krumpus to scare. Do you like how I typed it? I hate you. I'm reading <laughs> off of her types and she put duh kids. I almost put a Z, but I, I refrained. If you wouldn't have said anything, I would have just said it and not even, I would have just went with it. So I'm kind of mad you said it. It would have went like this. It's said that the adults would actually dress up as Krumpus and scare duh kids in their homes. <laughs> Um, so that's cool. That's exactly how that would have sounded. Oh, I'm glad it brought it up. Yeah. Oh gosh. It's the kids. The kids. Which I look at that and I think, oh, a bunch of drunk adults chasing kids around. That sounds Wisconsin. That <laughs> yes. And it also sounds very pedophile-ish. And you Oh know, no, no, that's not where I was going. And maybe that's not where I'm going with Wisconsin. That just sounds like drunken shenanigans. When I think of Wisconsin, I just think of drunk adults being just stupid. Hey, Charlie, bring me another beer. Yeah. Duck kids. <laughs> another thing that they know is called the Crumpus Run. It's kid. Okay, so it's kids are basically they're scaring kids into behaving. It's a bunch of drunken men. Here we are again. Bang, bang, drunk, um, dressed up in fearsome creatures, and they just chase children around the town. Whatever. It's fine. They make a 5K out of it. They, it's fun. Yeah. You track your results. You send it in. You get a medal. <laughs> Maybe even a t-shirt. That was embellished. Yeah. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. You get drunk. It's like one of those drunken runs. It's like the drunken God, 5K. Can we do one of those? I would die, but sure. I'd be like, I would be we like can walk it. Half a mile and I'd be like, yeah. I need another beer. I need like five more shots. <laughs> don't drink shots while you're doing that that's all i know (laughs) um not only that but krumpus has been featured on holiday cards uh it it, they were said to say greetings from krumpus in german 
and this was in the 1890s, it would show Krumpus stuffing distressed children into a satchel, which makes a man me, purse. Yes, it makes, <laughs> makes me think of The Hangover when he's like, it's a man purse. <laughs> You're like, is that a satchel? <laughs> um, and he prepares them, or he's preparing to hit them with a bunch of, like a bundle of sticks. So that's really great. Um, me and Hannah before this did watch the trailer for the U.S. Um, Krumpus movie. Mm -hmm. From like 2015 or whatever it was. 2015. Um, he used to, that preview, like I never really watched scary movies because I'm not into that. I am. I hate scary movies with all of me. Love them. But that used to scare the shit out of me. And I was laughing during the whole trailer because I was like, why did this scare me? Watch me tonight have a nightmare about it. <laughs> But Do not wake me up. <laughs> um, there was something you I'll wanted just go to crawl mention. In bed with you. <laughs> there was something you wanted to mention. Oh Don't yeah, out of yourself. Um, so um, I also think I'm obsessed. Okay, first of all, I'm. I don't obsessed know how you noticed this with Dr. Seuss. So I almost wonder if in the Grinch, Mount Crumpet has anything to do with Crumpus, because I feel like. I feel like there's a lot of similarities it's too there. Similar. And I'm obsessed with Dr. Seuss. So if he really did that on purpose, it's probably good because all the Creative. naughty kids live there. That is true. Like Max the Grinch. and the Grinch. Max isn't naughty. Yeah, He's I a love good Max. dog. I love Max. I didn't fan. know your computer was touchscreen. Yes, so you it scared is. me when it started moving. <laughs> okay. So the next story that we have here, which is, is number three, is Gorilla and the Yule Cat. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a story from Iceland and Gryla is an ogre that lives in a cave. Um when I said when Morgan said ogre before when we were reading through articles, the first thing that comes to my head every time someone says the word ogre is uh keep your dirty or no what did she say? Your filthy green sausages away from me. And I think I think <laughs> and in the morning we're making waffles. <laughs> Oh God, it loves so, Shrek. If you, yeah, that's Shrek. If you haven't seen it, I, I assume everyone in the world has. If you haven't, you need you to need learn. to watch it. Yeah, get some culture in you. Watch it. Best movies ever. This is just, I'm gonna make a very fast sidetrack. I know we're famous for this. One time, I was at a flea market, <laughs> and somebody had the not the Grinch. They had Shrek DVD. Okay, it was like three God, bucks. Yes get with this i'm like oh do i need it i don't fucking know so i set it down because i'm like i don't fucking need it then i was second guessing myself this little fucking six-year-old kid comes and <laughs> grabs it and my sister and brother witnessed it and ever since that day and you throat punched him i i i would have it was like <laughs> i knew i didn't need it but then he took it and i was like fucking wanted that kid it's my fucking dvd bitch <laughs> So that was my sidetrack. You should have drop kicked him. <laughs> Wanted to. <laughs> oh, God. Anyways, Shrek is the best movie ever. And I'm telling you right now, um, all of them are, like, very good. Normally with, like, a series like that, like, the more movies they make, the worse it gets. I honestly think they're all pretty good. I'd agree. Okay, anyways, moving on here. Still talking about the ogres. Um... So she, during Christmas, comes out, kidnaps children, and then takes them back to her cave to cook and eat them. Which is very Hansel and Gretel. Yeah. That's... Um, so 
She has Yule children. Oh, I was like children. We call them lads. Anyways, um, so she has these Yule children who are also um known as Yule lads, who are like her adult sons. Morgan and I said these are grown ass adult babies. Babies. <laughs> <laughs> that are helping her capture these children and she has her yule cat oh sorry that was probably gross i did hear it <laughs> gross i'm, I'm so the only sorry. one with the, um, a headset on today so i'm getting all of the i'm noises. going in blind <laughs> so her baby ass adult children they are helping her but she has this yule cat that roams around and it's like a demon demon type lion and it looks into children's windows looking to eat them. And then the only thing, supposedly, that's going to save you from this little bitch-ass cat is if you got clothes for Christmas. Because that's proving that you were good in Iceland, apparently. Um, if you didn't get clothes, then you just, like, leave out some of your old clothes and hope to God that he doesn't eat you. Which I kind of, yeah, I'd take that risk. Put out, mm-hmm. put out in the whatever. shirt. Whatever. It's like, it's a dirt stain on it. Whatever. I just find one of the it's 50. fucking new. One of the, like the 50 random shirts yeah. that have a tag in my closet. Yeah. Just throw that out. It's fucking new. Pray for the best. Um, So this originated. So this whole story of like not wandering and like um the whole. uh What the hell is she called? Uh. Like, Gryla and, like, all her children and her cat and all this. They, this kind of derives from, like, that area being super dangerous in the winter. And children would often, like, venture off into the dark. And then, of course, it was snowy and dangerous. And then they'd never come home. So, this was kind of their way of deterring them from running off. So, and then the Christmas cat that ate the children that came from uh trying to ensure that their children and everyone would uh finish their weaving knitting and sewing again i would risk my old clothes for this i um looking back at this i uh realized they probably didn't have the same like plastic i know you said that i was like i'll just take something with a a tag i was like okay first of all they're making these things they again weaved knitted and sewed these (laughs) oh lord i don't know the last thing i knitted or sewed oh i have a a pair of i actually have two shirts that i sewed with my grandma Mm. and i have a pair of pajama bottoms that i sewed with my grandma and i'm very proud of them yeah and i have my quilt that i sewed with my grandma actually if you look behind you there's a scarf i started knitting You'll probably hear her walking behind. I did see that when I came in here. Yep. I'm impressed. That's me. Um, And fun fact, there's all kinds of stuff in my house that I actually made that I sewed because I used to be very into that. Bada bing, bada boom. Um, so in addition to the cat, like we said, there are the Yule lads who did not receive their murderous nature from their mother, but they, so they were like, more mellow but they were still scary as shit and people feared them so like men women and children feared them because they were creepy and they had pretty revolting behavior um and although each of them had their own like unique quirks they all had similar features of trolls so they were large filthy and known to be unintelligent i would like to add 
there is a website that describes each of them separately and we no 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 not the yule lads those are the trolls yeah the yule lads are the trolls no they have features like trolls because they're trolls no i thought they were ogres no ogres um gryla or whatever her name is is an ogre yeah but these are her kids these are her these are her men lads they're adult, they're men, they're grown We're adult men. sons. Yeah. Okay, we'll look it up later. But I'm telling you, we're covering it. I'm telling you. We'll go through the trolls, which may or may not be the Yule Lads. I think it is. I don't. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Um, <laughs> and, oh, my back just cracked. <laughs> okay. So, also, the Icelanders usually, in fear of these giant scary dudes would keep their sheep underground for months in anticipation of these yule lads arriving which those poor sheep right Can you imagine me they like, just oh, want to be out and see the sun oh shit get some vitamin d i guess in the winter it wouldn't be terrible oh but you still. want the sun yeah i get that why did you yeah i guess i don't know i didn't live back then so i don't know but the sun is still the same I know, but I was thinking like maybe it was like why I was gonna say why don't you just kill them and get new livestock? And then I thought, well, that's probably stupid because they probably breed them. Well, that and sheep are there for wool. Oh, that too. So they're yep. That was my okay. <laughs> now this next one, number two, I'm gonna just butcher. <laughs> but um, but oh, <laughs> that's a pun, and you'll see. Um, but. I'm going to try my best. Um, I believe it's French. So just say it how we were before. Pierre Fortard. <laughs> Thank you. That is number two. Thank you very much. Pierre Fortard. So it was first told in, um, oh God, uh, I got to really say this, 1150 AC. Yep. I, it just sounds wrong because you say like, 2020 well, so i want to be like 1150 ac you know you can. so that's what i'm gonna it's say the same thing so olden days um it is uh, wait ac is after christ yeah so this yeah. is farther this way yeah so this is like a thousand years ago yeah so this is pretty recent man oh, this whole time i was like oh, oh. that's before Pierre Fautard <laughs> is recent <laughs> this is totally wrong someone if you're listening from france Please tell me how to say this because I've I, never I taken a French class in my life. I need to fucking oui, know. Oui. <laughs> Pierre Fatat. Okay. Croissant. <laughs> yeah. Stop. You're going to make me draw my croissant. <laughs> okay. So this is highly believed in France, Belgium, and Switzerland. Um, that's not how they talk, and I totally. So Pierre Fortad, um, here's the pun, was a butcher. Hey. <laughs> And with um with his wife, he would kidnap, rob, and kill wealthy children for their money. Cause why not? Um, they would then why the children? Because the children are the future. <laughs> oh god! But they're not the ones with the money. Maybe their parents gave them money before they left. I know what asked for a ransom. <laughs> yeah, true. You fucked up. Um. <laughs> They have 45 cents yeah. sewed into their pants hey, pocket. more than Pierre Fortard had at the time. 
So they would take them and carve them because, you know, whatever. And then not whatever. You know, that's you. That's when I'm being sarcastic. And they would hide the bodies in salt barrels. So they're pickling these babies. Ew. Um, Okay, so it's said that when St. Nick went. Oh, wait, they're not pickling. Pickling is in vinegar. A salt barrel is brining. They're preserving. Whatever. They're doing something. So it's said that St. Nick came to their house one night um, to get to the bottom of what the fuck was going on. And he was basically like, hey, um, what's going on? And he was like, so Pierre Fortard was like, hey, you know what? Nothing's going on. Here's some of the best fucking meat you'll ever have in your fucking life. Um, And... St. Nick was like, yeah, you know what? I don't really want that meat. So this is what I'm going to do instead. He rose the kids from the dead and brought them back to their parents. Bada bing, bada boom. I've said that like three times in this episode, but I like it. Um, I'd also like to point out neither of us had any alcohol today. No. I had far too much earlier this week. So this is literally us just, you know, we had Qdoba. So that's high on life, man. It's the carbs. Um, What? The carbs. <laughs> Put it in the bag. <laughs> oh, my God. The carbs in the bag. <laughs> uh, St. Nick found out about these crimes, and he was like, yeah, listen, Pierre Fortard, um, I'm going to need you to follow me around for, in, like, ever, and you're going to be an internal cannibal. Cause Not internal, eternally. <laughs> eternally. <laughs> internally and e- eternally. <laughs> you're going to be a cannibal forever. <laughs> Which that goes hand in hand with Saint Nick because it's like good cop, bad cop, and and he gets to deal with the little shit children. Yeah, Pierre's like, I want to fucking eat you, and Saint Nick's like, Go ahead, go this for kid it. sucks. Go for it. So that is what Pierre Fortard is all about. And with that, we're gonna take a short little break, but we'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> Hello! Are you guys liking Spill the Milk? If you are, give us a like on Facebook at Spill the Milk Podcast or follow us on Instagram at Spill the Milk underscore podcast. If you'd like to receive a shout out or give us a suggestion, feel free to email us at podcast.spillthemilk at gmail.com. Bye! And we're back! Back again! Hey, hey, Spill oh, the true. Milk, oh. Milk, Milk. Oh, you were on the same page. Spill the milk, <laughs> spill the milk, spill the milk, spill the milk. I know, pretty good, right? <laughs> I'm impressed. I was a tenor sometimes in choir. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, we're back with the top four creepiest non-traditional, traditional traditions. Christmas thingers. Christmas. So, number one. Which neither of us had ever heard of. Number one. Was the Mary... Shit. I didn't practice saying Mary Lude. Okay. It's L-W-Y-D in case anyone is questioning why I'm asking. (laughs) Anyways. So this is believed by Welsh children. So children of Wales. And apparently they would hear a knock on the door. Um, This is on Christmas. And when they'd go to open it, there would be... A pole carried by someone under a white veil. Creepy to begin with. Mm-hmm. Then on the pole, and another another ounce here, is a horse skull. 
and a cloak long enough to be trailed by multiple people chanting. And then at another little level here, the horse has fake eyes and its mouth is slightly open. Why not? I like I like it. That's a nice touch. Nightmare fuel. Yep. <laughs> so once they arrive at the house, they exchange rude rhymes, sick beats. Sick beats. They're like, <laughs> you're a motherfucking stupid head. <laughs> Nothing rhymed. <laughs> Nothing rhymed with that. Well, you're supposed to rhyme back. Like, oh, oh, you're a motherfucking stupid too. <laughs> Couldn't think of anything. Oh, God. <laughs> Can you imagine back in the day? Like, tis the motherfucking stupid heads. Ye, yeah, stupid head too, my lad. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. And songs, that's an option, too. Do you want to sing that? No, I'm good. <laughs> uh, so they'd exchange that with the uh, homeowners. So if Mary and her gang, this is the chick carrying the pole, are given entry to the house, then the family has good luck for the year. And we were talking about it, and we're like, why fuck would you not just let them in the house then? But it said that she tried to steal all kinds of shit from your house, so probably keep an eye on her. I wonder if it's like you win the rap battle. Then you win. She come in and bless your house, you know. You probably steal all your shit though, too. Yeah, she's like, you know what? I'm still gonna take your diamond necklace. So. <laughs> I'm gonna steal that loaf of bread over there too. I like that bread. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was needed. I said a ghost horse. It was a horse. <laughs> I feel like a horse would be like. <laughs> You had I to wish be, you could see more you had to be face. here for that action, but it was a horse. <laughs> so, oh my god. <clears throat> okay, so the first written record of Mary Lude is in a Jay Evans book from 1800. It's called A Tour Through Part of North Wales. So that's the first time they identify anyone like doing anything like this. Um, but. Like, despite all of this random stuff, the homeowner is expected to stop the crowd from entering. And then, for whatever reason, eventually later on, they let him in. Um, they invite him in for drinks and food. Which is weird, because it's like you want them to come in because they're going to give you good luck. But maybe it's like you have to get them to a certain point. Because you want them to come in at a certain, like... It's like getting a good buzz. Energy level, you know? It's like getting a yeah. good buzz. You want to get a buzz, but you don't want to... Yeah, maybe not steal my shit, but come in. So, like, I'll just give you some shots before you come in. I don't All know. Right. It, it could be. I don't know. So, this connects back to the heritage of pale horses in Celtic and British mythology. British. I'm not exactly <laughs> sure why, other than... Like, a horse skull is, like, bleached like a pale horse. I don't really know. That part confused me. And this also translates to Grey Mary. Spooky. Not also sure why. But this whole story traces back to the nativity, nativity story <laughs> where a pregnant horse was sent to the stables when Mary arrived there to have Jesus. But I'm going to interject here. Who sends a pregnant horse to to carry a pregnant lady? Why would you do that? No, it, it, the pregnant horse was sent to the stable when Mary was when when Mary arrived. So Mary was already there. The pregnant horse came. 
Why did she need a horse to deliver a baby? I don't know. I'm not from Wales. Also, why is this from Wales? I don't know. I'm not from Wales. They got sick beats, sending pregnant horses to Mary. Who's born in Jerusalem? Sounds fucking fun. They left from Nazareth and went to Jerusalem. I'm not saying this happened in Wales. I'm just saying, like, I'm not from there, so I don't know how they got this all this shit. I was going to put in a a, uh, Bible verse, but it seems like the wrong time. (laughs) I've mentioned this before. I'm really religious. She is. And I'm very, like, eh? Like, I believe there's something. What am I? You always have to remind me what I am. Agnostic. Yes, there I am. <laughs> Anyways. Everyone needs a friend like Hannah who reminds you what, what your, your religion, religion is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm Catholic today? Cool. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So, anyways, now that Morgan so rudely gave me a sick beat there. Yep. Just kidding. <laughs> corrected me that the pregnant horse was not carrying the pregnant Mary. The Virgin Mary. I was going to make a joke. Wowza. <laughs> I can feel the tension in here. <laughs> the horse spent many days going back, back and, and forth, forth. and back and forth and back and forth, deciding where to have its own baby. And then it died on its own. And that's why it's a ghost. It's a ghost horse. Just kidding. I made that last part up. She did. But I actually kind of liked it. <laughs> like the twist. So... So it's a ghost horse and a dead go- dead, dead baby horse? Yeah. Ghost baby that horse. That wants to steal your shit. And find the baby Jesus. Yep. I, this makes a lot of sense. And if you're from Wales and you want to correct us on anything we just said, because, you know, um, please do, because this one kind of confused me. But I like but it. But it's also number one, because you get the baby Jesus, you get a ghost horse, you get good luck. You get Morgan gets to say British, British, and it, it's just all around a fantastic topic. And uh, also, there's some fake horse eyes in there. We all love a good fake horse eye, and, and there's some white veils. Oh, creepy, yeah, creepy. Yeah, it's, it's what is all of it. It's all just fucking phenomenal. And that's where I'll end my accent. <laughs> Please. But I'm I did it again. Fucking A. <laughs> it's like I'm like a drummer today. <laughs> um, so with that, we got some honorable mentions. They're not really scary. They just made us laugh. <laughs> um, I gotta top it off. This is probably number one. Um, Hannah probably has number two. I'm sorry, Hannah. This 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 is yeah, this I'd is number one. On I almost want to flip flop right now because it just it just makes sense. I can sense. do mine first. You know, do it because I think okay. mine is just so fabulous. So in America, this is Wow, super... you said that very like in America. <laughs> sorry, I was just my nose is running. I'm trying to get it out without sniffling. So in America. In America. Uh you gotta add the Merca. 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 Um, this is very popular. The elf on the shelf. Um, there's all kinds of crazy shit that you can have set up here for your elf on the shelf. And this is all based on a 2005 picture book, which was written by Carol Abersold and Shonda Bell. So parents now use this as a way to make sure their kids are behaving before the holidays. And then now it's kind of been turned into a game where you, like, look all around your house for the elf on a shelf. 
Which I always think it's Elf on a Shelf. Morgan said it's Elf on the Shelf. It is Elf on the Shelf. I looked it up. Sorry, sorry. But it said that every night the elf goes back to the North Pole to give Santa a report on how the kids are behaving. And then he comes back to the house to hide in different spots after that. Which, kind of creepy if you, like, think about it overall. But absolutely hate the elf on the shelf. I've never liked it. I've thought it's the creepiest thing since... The day I first saw it. Some of them are really creepy, but a lot of them are just really funny. I personally will not do this for my kids. It, we never did this. It, well, it's just 2005, Hannah. I well, I guess I you would have been, been like, like seven. Oh, wow. I would have been nine, I guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Either way. No, it's just, it freaks me out. It, I don't want, it, no, I don't like dolls though. So that's a big. Oh, see, I didn't. For me. Yeah, Isn't that normally like a good sound? Like a oh, It's like a scary cheetah. Oh. Yeah, I don't like it. So, Elf on the Shelf. Morgan hates it. I thought it was good. I hate it. I do hate it, but it is something that we do in America, so we thought, let's throw it in there, you know? You got a culture, all of them. Yep. All right. I think the best one of all <laughs> is about my night. to hit the pool. Hit the fan. Hit the pool. It's going to drop the kids off at the pool. What does that mean? You've never heard of dropping the kids off at the pool? No. When you take a poopy? Oh, no. And you're dropping the kids off at the pool. I never heard that. So I just taught you guys something. And I only said that because this is called the poop log. And I'm so excited. Okay. So this is a (laughs) Spanish tradition. You're going to have to say this for me. What is it? Cajatillo? Cagatillo. Cagatillo, which translates into pooping tree trunk. Oh, God, I just love this. Okay. <laughs> so this is a December 8th Catalonian. Uh, so basically on December 8th, Catalonian children are expected to start feeding this poop log. Um, and, and they got to keep it warm with some blankets because, you know, a good old poop log, if it's not. Where do you, where do you get a poop log from? I, I, I don't know. I got to know what this thing looks like. We should have looked it up before this. But you got to keep it warm, okay? So basically, the log eventually will get so fucking big because you've been feeding that log. You've been keeping that log warm. And then on Christmas Eve, it's so full and big that... God, Hannah just looked it up and I just... I can't. Oh, God. You don't poop. Yeah, that's what it says. <laughs> and then the log will get so big and full that on Christmas Eve, it's like just shits it, it well not on christmas eve it, it'll be like ready it's like i'm ready to go so you wake up christmas morning you know what you do you sing to that motherfucker and you hit it with a stick and it's gonna poop out presents <laughs> hey oh love the poop log what is that <laughs> hannah shouldn't have looked up poop log i'm seeing a lot of things i don't want to see but overall that's probably like one of my favorite things i've ever heard you're I don't know. I don't know where it came from. We should have looked this up more. Maybe I'll come back later on another episode and explain the poop log. But that's just, that got me. That's probably my favorite Christmas tradition. I just tradition. love that you beat the shit out of it and yeah, gives you presents. I know. I like kind of want to, I like, I'm, I have no like Spanish background. Forget the elf on the shelf. Morgan is bringing a poop log bringing, into her home. It's poop log season. Get ready, kids. That's going to be so funny. I love that poop log. Let's go. 
So <laughs> it's just funny. Who thinks of that shit? Literally, no pun intended. Who does? <laughs> so those are our top four and then some of our honorable mentions ending it with the poop blog. Also, I would like to also just add here that um, this whole time I thought it was like a turd that was going to poop out some presents. And after looking at these pictures, I realized that it's a log, like a like a tree that's going to poop out presents, not a turd pooping a really? turd. Really? I thought it was a log the whole time. I thought it was a turd. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was a log. It was just, it was... It, I don't know where poop came from. I got to be honest, but well, when I heard well, I think it's because when I heard poop log, I literally thought it was a log of poop. The tree is pooping out a log, which in no, their the log version, is pooping out. It, but it, it it's pooping tree trunk. Yes, it's a so log it poops wood. out a log, and then you hit it to break open the poop. No, but a log is also a piece of wood. Correct. That's the and point. I was looking. I was thinking not. A log of wood. I was thinking like a piece of shit. See, I was thinking the tree is pooping out a log. Yeah, I didn't. I Anyways, didn't, I didn't see that until I saw the picture. It's, it's just fabulous. Um, so <laughs> with that, here is our little makeshift episode that we randomly put in between Bonnie and Clyde. Um, yeah. If yeah. you enjoyed it, give us a like, give us a follow on all our platforms. We are Spill the Milk Podcast on Facebook and Spill the Milk underscore podcast on Instagram. If you have suggestions or you want to shout out or you want to shout someone else out, um, feel free to, oh my God, send yeah. us an email yeah. at milk at gmail.com. Also... Tell your friends about us, please. We are needy bitches, and we would love to have more listens and more people to share our fun stories with. Yeah, we're all about it. And like I, like she said, let us know what you want to hear. We love it. Um, Actually, after Bonnie and Clyde, our next one is going to be a viewer recommendation. So we're pretty excited about that. And we hope, you know, you guys are excited about it with us. So we appreciate your listening. And I think that's maybe a goodbye. Hey, oh, are you guys liking spilled? Oh, my God. It's not.